Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, the one, the only, the late, the great Master John Lord Valajani Hotcakes. Yay, me. Woo. Woo. I don't know if they can see it, but I'm trying to make them hear it while I'm moving my head. Yeah. Screaming it into the microphone. Okay. So feel the movement. All right. We'll see. John, we're still number you know, like one. Howard Stern, when they put the speaker down, uh-huh. had the girl sit across the speaker and he yeah. made all the noise and was doing all that stuff. Yeah. You know, one day a girl's going to sit on the speaker, my voice is going to make her come. You think so? My voice already makes girls come. I don't need a speaker. <laughs> John is so funny. That's true. <laughs> so true. Don't be jelly. You know you want to make girls come. i don't know but i'm still looking at this the best bdsm podcast from thousands of podcasts on the web and ranked by traffic social media followers and freshness and who is this doing this saying that who is this this is feed spot feed spot and we're number one thousands of bdsm podcasts thousands number one thousands making people come worldwide Worldwide. <laughs> Worldwide. Okay. So speaking <laughs> That's great though. It's fucking fabulous. I like it. I'm fucking I'm fabulous. I don't know if the other podcasts like it so much, but you know what? They should start listening to us and get some ideas. You think? Yeah. You know why we're so good? Why? Because I don't listen to other podcasts and see what they're doing. I just do me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if I did That's the I'd fucking like, point. Oh God, it could be twice as big if I knew what I was doing. No? Well. Okay. <laughs> wow i think okay. people just listen to see what stupid thing i'm gonna say next you think so i'm pretty sure okay that's why i listen <laughs> i go back and listen to episodes of like oh my god i'm funny <laughs> so what do you got yes. all right so i asked steven we're going to talk about steven just for a few moments okay so i'm going to make a clarification because before we started you told me I had an email. I was like, oh, my God. If it's Steven, this is going to be weird because we comment on his emails. And then before he even listens to the episode where we comment, he sends more over. So we've got a lag. Yeah, we've got a lag. So he's still sending us emails after we told him the answers to a lot of things. So he doesn't know the answers yet. And sending Correct. Emails anyway. So it's going to get a little muddled. It, it is. A little it's bit. It's going to be good. Yeah. I'm excited about this. <laughs> let's, let's fuck this up. <laughs> Because I know what we told him yesterday, but he has no clue. So this is going to be weird. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So he he and I talk back and forth. We've talked, you know, on Discord. We've talked on FET. And, you know, he periodically writes the emails. Yeah. So I knew that he wasn't feeling well. He'd actually gotten, you know, the C word, which I hate saying. Cunt? Mm, yeah, he got some cunt. He yeah, got a cunt virus. Job, and so he's at home and he was, you know, recuperating. But I asked him, I said, I hope you're feeling better. I said, did you return to work yet? I said, so I read your emails on the podcast and I posted it today. John and I had a few things and questions to comment and ask about. You know, Stephen, I do consider you a friend because we're all here in this crazy life together. Please think about our advice and let us know your thoughts. So he said, I returned to work on Friday. He said, I do very much think about the advice you two have given me. It's a funny thing, really, because my therapists say basically the same things. I should be paying you guys instead of them. I can't blame anyone else for my situation except me. I caused all of my problems. I should have gotten divorced years ago. Maybe. But my confidence issues that I've been dealing with for all my life tell me that I will never find anyone else. 
I guess that's why I chose to pay those bitches. They were the only ones giving me any attention. Of course, I was buying their attention, and it didn't turn out well. Hmm. Okay. Is there more? Because I have a comment so far. Okay. Good job on taking accountability for your life. Okay. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll complain about their problems, and they'll blame it on somebody else. Everybody wants to blame it on someone else. But he said, I'm... I'm the one that made my life this way. So good for you. Yeah, that says a lot. It does. It says he's willing to change and that he's had a lot of self-reflection. No, and no change can happen until that happens. That's entirely true. <clears throat> now, he did say in just a brief little um, little email, he said, you know, I didn't mean to turn your show into Steve's mental issues. I'm sure your other listeners are sick of hearing my depressing story. It sounds like a Lifetime Channel movie. I'm sorry. And I told him, I said, you're good. And honestly, you know. People relate. People relate. They, exactly, they, John. With their problems and they get some perspective and, you know, a lot of. A lot of people related to my story. I'm like, why do you want me to be on the podcast? But then when I was on it, people were writing in and said, oh, my God, I could totally relate. I'm like, oh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Tony actually wrote and um, he responded to uh, the episode that we posted today about. Now, this was technically Monday today. Right. <laughs> But he said, uh, Mr. Smea, Master John, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record, but again, excellent work on today's podcast with regarding the emails from Stephen. What I love about the show is that you can learn things about yourself no matter what the topic might be. When you guys mentioned that Steve might be running away from your from his responsibilities by being a slave, that hit me. That's the reason why I enjoy subbing. In that sub space, there's only one responsibility, and that's doing what your mistress says. It's therapeutic to let go in that moment. I have one question for you that relates to this topic. Is it possible to be addicted to porn? And when does one know when liking porn turns into something worse? Maybe running to porn is my way of running away from my responsibilities. Maybe instead of being a slave to a mistress, I make myself a slave to porn. I love my porn, but I'll be honest, there are times where after I masturbate, I'm filled with shame and regret. This is usually after a long bait session mixed with poppers, hypno, cock rings, etc. Could I have a problem? I can answer this one. I can answer this one too. So this is exciting, John. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go okay. ahead. So being raised Mormon, yeah, this was a big deal. Okay. Pornography was evil. If you watched it, you were addicted to it. Everything he just said, I can completely relate to. Being ashamed of masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at porn and masturbating like, oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah. Because that's the way they they beat it into your head. So it did take a long time. I did do a lot of research. Am I addicted to porn? Just like he asked, is this an addiction? So does it take away from other things? Are you missing work because you have to watch porn? Are you skipping out on family events because you're watching porn? Are you spending money you don't have to buy porn? If the answers to those are no, it's not an addiction. An addiction means it overtakes your life. So, like drugs. If you're on cocaine and can't stop and you're selling your kids' clothes or, you know, not paying the rent to get more cocaine, that's an addiction. So, that's an easy example, but pornography, it's got to be pretty bad to become an addiction. 
Do you like it too much? Maybe. I think a lot of times we do that because we feel when we have to hide something, it becomes an obsession more than an addiction. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so my take on all of this is that, you know, Tony, if you recall, John, I mean, he's talking about poppers, hypno. Yeah. And so he's setting all this up and he's the one who's been going on grinder. He's the one who contemplates whether or not he's going to cheat on his wife. Right. Okay, yeah, so, so that's why I said it's definitely an obsession. The one thing you didn't bring up is the fact that is it taking away from your you were just like taking away from your work or anything like that, but is it taking away from his relationship? Yeah, well, family, family. family yeah, I mean, yeah. are are you but, yeah. are you having sex with your wife? And yeah, you going watching porn and masturbating. Yeah, so so two little things, and that is so I had this client, and he would always come in. And this guy could not have an orgasm unless he was masturbating. It was that bad. And so, you know, we would do BDSM scenes and we would do everything, but he would always want to take it up another notch, you know, till ultimately he was getting on grinder. But the whole time he would tell me, oh, Mistress Me, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not even bi. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Jason, you're cheating on your wife. You're fucking other men. You're saying you're not gay or bi, but you're in serious denial. But ultimately, he was like, well, you know, I mix it up with, with other other types of porn. But he would not want to have sex with his wife. He would go in the bathroom and chronically masturbate to porn for hours to where he was, you know, buying subscriptions on OnlyFans and buying porn subscriptions and blah, 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 blah. So the fact that he could not actually have an orgasm without masturbating, that's a problem. The other thing is, you know, I think, Tony, you go through all these lengths of, you know, setting, setting the stage to masturbate, it has to impact, you know, your sex life with your wife, seriously, right? You know, you're putting that much energy into something, you're taking yes. that energy from something else. Exactly, exactly. And then I'll tell you this, my first husband, he was a chronic masturbator. I don't know if you ever told I ever told you okay, about this, I'm John. I'm going to tell you something. What? Men are chronic masturbators. That's no, <laughs> no, that's not true, John. I know so many men that do not chronically masturbate. Yeah, you put cock cages on them and don't let them. No. <laughs> <laughs> not true <Okay. laughs> but like no like my husband he wouldn't even think about doing that and there's so many men that just they don't they need other forms of stimulation you know i mean you have bad adhd yeah. you you get really bored <laughs> so what what's better than masturbating when, when you're by yourself on masturbating you know sticking like a dildo said. in your ass yeah i mean yeah, there's dildo in my ass. there's other things that you do i, I put a lot of energy into my masturbating don't I? absolutely oh, and, <laughs> and that's cool because it doesn't affect your life but, in other okay. ways but let's not vilify masturbating masturbating yeah. is an important part of your sexual life and that's yeah it's cool yeah. knowing how to please we're, yourself we're absolutely on, there, on our before that was talked about it that it's an important part you need to love yourself you need to spend time yeah with absolutely but it can't be the only thing it could, it can't be very true life. now see my ex-husband <clears throat> he was bipolar and he would chronically masturbate in the sense that if i went to bed at the time we had a desktop, he would sit there and masturbate for hours. And he went from, you know, watching porn. And when I met him, he had literally a room full of porn videotapes. Like he looked like his own internet server, basically. That's how much porn he had. It was 
absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you couldn't ever watch it all. No, but he did. Like, he went hours, you know, and when he was, you know, at home... <laughs> With his with his family, and he still lived at home. He didn't have responsibilities except to work. But outside of that, he'd watch porn for hours. You know. But anyway, it did affect our marriage. It did. But um, anywho, after chronic masturbation, Steve said something in his email, and it was, I know you said he's taking responsibility for for what he's doing, but. He's also... Well, he's admitting, admitting accountability. That's different than taking responsibility. Okay. Forgive me. Yeah. yeah, that was your words. The thing that I'm bothered with, Steve, is where he said, you know, that he was too afraid to leave because he never thought he could find somebody else. Yeah. And to me, that's selfish, right? I feel okay. like... Well, the way I was looking at it, I felt that way before. Okay. Nobody... I'm lucky to have... Whatever this bad relationship is, because yeah. if I don't have that, what you know, because your self esteem just goes yeah. to zero. Yeah, nobody else is going to ever love me, so I have to stay here so I can be loved. Yeah, yeah. that's sad. But I understand what you're saying. He's being selfish because yeah, he's keeping her in a bad relationship. Yeah. yeah, and you know, Steve, you're 54 years old. That's not the end of the world. Yeah, and by the time we're in our 50s, you know, we're getting up there. Yeah, more years. Absolutely. I don't have time to play games anymore. No. If I'm not happy, I need to fix that. Exactly. I don't have the rest of my life to figure it out. I need to I need to go out and do things that make me happy. And if I find somebody that fits there, I do. And if I don't, that's fine. I'm going to go be happy for myself. Exactly. Have exactly. You know, and I go back to Tony. You know, Tony and I, we exchange pictures. You know, I showed him a picture of me and my spouse. He showed me a picture of him and his spouse. Yeah. He's got a beautiful wife. Yeah, it's a beautiful couple. Yeah, I share the, the picture with John. And, you know, the point of it is, you know, you said this woman is your soulmate. You love her. She completes you. And the way they were together and the smile on her face. Yeah. Was genuine. It, it was very genuine. So, again, we iterate, reiterate. Tell her the truth. You have to. You have to tell her the truth. I mean, because then you're unfair to both of you. Exactly. I mean, I think she's going to understand when you say, hey, you know, I am bisexual. I was bisexual before we got married. I went through trauma as a kid. You know, all these things combined. I do want to explore that side, you know, but I want to do it with you. Is, is that not an option? I don't want to do it behind your back. But yeah. These, these are parts of me that need that need to be explored a little bit. There you go. You know? Yeah. So. And maybe, you know, I know she's not dominant. I know that. <coughs> but maybe no. you can talk to her and say, hey, maybe a little bit of anal play. Put a dildo in my ass or be here while I do it. Help me through or whatever. So it's not behind her back. I know it's probably going to be a very weird and awkward conversation, but. You know, it doesn't have to be that, but you know your wife. Come up with a way to tell her. You just, we're not getting any younger. If no. You, if you don't tell her no, you're never going to get it fulfilled. Exactly. If she doesn't like it and you and it puts a rift in your marriage, that's what it does. If she, if she does accept it and it works out. Yeah. You know, but either way, that's a piece of you that's eating you, eating a hole in you. Yeah. And you've got to fix that. And I think, you know, John's absolutely right. But, I mean, you can also say to her, I haven't acted on it. Right. Doesn't that mean something, you know? 
I think that says a lot. I think that says, you know, you love her enough, you know, to not do it at this point in time. You know, you don't have to tell her you're tempted to do it, but you can also say, hey, you know, I masturbate to, you know, it's a dick sometimes, you know. And reiterate to her, it's not her. Yeah. It's not her. She didn't do anything wrong. Not at These all. These are things within you that you need that she just can't give you. You know, <clears throat> here's a conversation real quick. I'll, I'll just say this. So I have a, a person in my family and they're married. We, John and I did an episode. We were talking about uh, the lavender marriage. So she stays married to her husband because she's still in love with him. Hardcore in love. Now she's a controller. You know, she wants to try to control him and it's highly dysfunctional. Yeah, that, that's you tough, know, yeah. It is tough. And he lives with, a, he lives with a man who's controlling just like this woman. And, um, you know, I've tried to tell, you know, my, uh, my family member, you know, let him go, let him, you know, just do what he wants to do. You know, ultimately if he loves you enough, he'll come back home. But, you know, I've talked to him. He's like, I'm gay. I'm gay. There's no bisexual. You know, I don't know what to do, but I'll lose my family and blah, 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 blah. So that's an extreme side. Okay. But now his wife, my family member said to me, well, hey, when your mother, meaning my mom, when she was in her marriage with my father, my father used to cheat on her hundreds of women. He'd have you know, I'm sure he participated in so many escapades. I mean, it was unbelievable. But, um, you know, she said, well, you know, your mom, uh, she kept taking your father back and everything else. And I said, yeah, because my dad wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mom had a fighting chance. Like he only fucked women. He wasn't fucking men. You know, you can't compete with another man. And so Tony's wife, she cannot compete with other men. And like John said, it has nothing to do with her. But you still want to be part of your life. You still want yes. to be your wife. It doesn't mean you want to give her up. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's tough. But you it's could, tough. you've got to do what feels right to you. Absolutely. Because you're going to, if you're miserable, everybody else is going to be miserable. Fuck yeah, they will be. Okay. So one last email. Okay. Uh, this is from Nora V. Norvi says, hi, mistress and master John. We'll just say hi from Denmark. Oh. Yeah. Oh, great. Fantastic to listen to you. I really, really love your life-affirming laugh. It gives me a boost when I haven't <laughs> just had a really hardcore spanking for a while. Oh. I listened to your podcast. Thank you, mistress Mia, master John. I had some fantastic experiences in Berlin. You're very welcome to use them if you can get something out of it. First, some from my mommy and my after side of the story uh, goes on to talk about uh, puppy play uh -huh. and insomnia. Okay. Mm. So kind regards. And um, you know what? It's uh, it's interesting little stories. So I might just do like a little bonus episode yeah. and read this for people. So it won't take um, yeah. part of our, our, our topic tonight because yeah. it, it's not no, pertaining, that's, that's but great. yeah, but uh, you know, fan mail and honestly, that's, that's just fabulous, right? Yeah. This might be a new thing. So hi from fan Denmark, mail right? With stories. <laughs> 
Instagram story Saturday. Steven started the trend. <laughs> and Tony, shit. <laughs> so, John, tell them, tell our listeners what we're talking about tonight. Well, you said it earlier. No, I don't know if they caught it. I caught it because you're a bitch. But um, sometimes we put big pink dildos in our assholes. Yes. Yes, because we want to stretch those motherfuckers out. So our last episode, we talked about fisting and we're stretching the pussy. We're stretching the ass. We're getting that fist in there. But what if we really want to stretch it? So let's let's get some elasticity. Right. <laughs> Did you see the let's story? Speaking of Denmark, there yeah. was somewhere over in Europe that some guy actually stuck his head in his wife's vagina and you they t- had to surgically remove you it. You told me that. I tell you. I, I, I should have shown you the pictures. Time. I've seen the pictures. Okay. This, it was a while ago. They it was believable, on, John. It, it was believable. <laughs> except for, you know, his head won't fit between her legs. It was a good picture. <laughs> they made it work. It was photoshopped. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Your hips don't spread that wide. Okay, so I he had... must have been, had a little head. I had a guy come in. Plus, for- if they if he's stuck in there and they have to surgically remove him, he would have run out of air hours before they got there. <laughs> oh, no. His uh-huh. mouth was still open. Like, he still had access to his mouth. The pussy only went to, like, the bridge of his nose. So, it covered his nose. And, you know, he had access. He had air coming in through his mouth. two different pictures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she had oxygen supplied in there. I don't know. <laughs> that, but, that, that's a big pussy. I had this guy come into the dungeon the other night and watch him stick his, it was right before the party, stick a butt plug in his pussy. And that look that they give you when that butt plug goes in, it's uh, (laughs) eyes roll back in the head. He's like, oh, oh." I've got a funny story from the party too. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell John. We have the big monster cock downstairs. Yes. It's a good 15 inches around at least. Yes. It's huge. Huge. And somebody came up and looked at it. They're like, oh my God, can people really fit that inside themselves? So many people ask that, right? Yeah, they can. I've seen, I didn't tell them I've seen videos. (laughs) Yeah, they can actually. I kind of like it. He looks at me like, what? (laughs) You totally fuck with them. I told him I stick it up my ass all the time. He's like, no, man, I don't believe you. And walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking wear that thing with fit inside me. It's like putting somebody's head in your head. But yeah. That'd be a hardcore colostomy (laughs) right there. So tell us about angle stretching. You've done this a lot. You put some fists in some people's oh my asses God. before. How do you get to that point? You know, anal stretching, you start with the finger, you know. It's just like a pussy in a sense. You know, it's just like anything. But you use good lube. You know, I've used everywhere from anywhere from between coconut oil to uh, Crisco oil to, you know, butt lubes and everything else. But, you know, ultimately, you know, you can go... Uh, a finger and then ultimate ultimately it's three fingers and then you know just you break out into toys then you never just want to go for a toy first though right you don't want you don't want to go too fast you gotta let no. that muscle relax and get used to it yeah yeah and that's why a lot of guys do poppers like tony was talking about yeah. doing poppers um it i don't the muscle. yeah i don't really condone using poppers because there's chemicals it's harsh it's, yeah it's dangerous it's dangerous solvent into yeah you know, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you know, I always tell someone, I'm like, you know, take a little Benadryl, maybe smoke a little weed, 
you know, do something that will help you relax. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people just want to have, you know, a little glass of wine. I'll tell them, have a little glass of wine. You know, maybe have a little Get tequila shot. Get romantic with it. Yeah. We're going to play with that booty. And I, exactly. <laughs> you know, I like to set the stage. You know, I like to play some cool music. You know, I'll usually look at a person and be like, yeah, they'll like that kind of music, you know. But, um. Yeah, we don't have the same taste of music. I go down there like, what the fuck are you listen to? I know. When I'm down there, they're like, what the fuck are you listening to? Like, it's BDSM, bitch. We're not playing Marvin Gaye. You want to beat somebody's ass? I need some bass. I know. Sometimes they love the Marvin Gaye, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, sometimes I put, I'll put a condom on my hand, but you know, I don't wear artificial fingernails for that yeah. reason because I do a lot of rectal play. That, that's one thing we need to address. Yeah. Hygiene. Oh, my God, yeah. Have your nails filed smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Put a glove on, especially if it's not your actual partner. Yeah. And sometimes I you do double gloves. You don't want somebody gloves. shit under your fingernails? Oh, God, no. No. Stay no. clean. Stay sanitary. There's a, you get a lot of infections doing things if your hands aren't clean and stick them. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. So, we're putting fingers in there. What about dilators? I've never used an anal dilator. How does that work? Uh, anal dilator is just like a dildo. It's the same concept. Right. It's just a nice word of saying dildo versus dilator. You oh, know, I thought vice the dilator versa. was the metal toy you put in and you turn it and it opens up and spreads out. Oh, yeah. We have those. Yeah. I, you know, when I think, when I when I hear dilator, I think about after, like, post-surgery for a trans person, tra- mm. you know, trans female, they always talk about, you know, inserting a dilator and it's ultimately a dildo. Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, we have have, vaginal dilators too. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've used different types. I've used the, the, uh, the anal pump. Yeah. I love the anal pump. I was going to ask about that next. Yeah. You put it in and then you inflate it and it just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. It works like a blood pressure cuff. Yeah. And I've, so many of them pop. I mean, like there's never. (laughs) Oh my God. They do. So many of them pop. It explodes inside your ass. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, you know, it's like it has a sleeve over the actual yeah but bulb exploding in your ass. That, that's some scary shit. You probably did that on purpose a couple times, didn't you? <laughs> like, Maybe. See, see, motherfucker, fuck with me again. <laughs> I've gone through a lot of them. Oh my god! You're not supposed to pump them that high. <laughs> fuck it. They want it. After they the want to spread. Time you've done it. You should have figured out. Hey, let's not pump it that far. God have mercy. <laughs> I was doing that yesterday. You know, I had my little sub bitch in there. I took and I wrapped his arms down with saran wrap, took it all the way down to his waist, made him get into his little body bag. And of course, I strapped him down to the surgical table. You know, of course, I have an an anal dilator in there. I have the fucking butt plug and the pump and I'm pumping it up and he's, you know, and I'm cutting off his breathing. He's like, oh, mistress, it's too much weight on my chest. I can't take a breath. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill. And see, he loves fear play, you know, and the whole time I'm whistling a song and I said, just imagine I'm the fucking serial killer. You're on my surgical table. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. If you can't breathe in, it's your problem, not mine. You know? You know, it really fuck him up. What's that? You say all that stuff to him. Yeah. And then you open the door. Yeah. And say, John, come here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, it would. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, no. <laughs> 
shit. That is funny shit. Oh, don't do it. He's going to listen to this. He's going to hate me. <laughs> No. No, that, no. Would, that would be a good one, though. No, one time he was in there and we, do, we were doing a scene like that. And he was, you know, obviously couldn't tell who it was. But that's when we had that sissy maid come in. Oh. And um, I was like, yeah, go in there and clean and da-da-da-da-da. And he's like, oh, my God, there's somebody in here. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you you think it was going to be empty? I mean, it's a dungeon. There's always somebody in there. Shut the fuck up. Clean. Clean around them. <laughs> have a dungeon for nothing we torture people here exactly jesus <laughs> all right stretch that asshole pussy i was gonna say you've stretched some pussies i've stretched some pussies yeah stretched some asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's great and they like it so we talk about big dicks right yeah. people are like i need an eight inch dick i need a 10 inch dick yeah a lot of girls want that thick girth they want it to spread it over they want to feel it just pushing and um, you know, I've done some fisting. I've I put a dildo in with my dick. I put two dildos in. I've done all kinds of shit, and they love it. Right? The further you can stretch it, the better. So, you know, it. I've never really used like a, a dilator other than a dildo, but um, yeah, it's been fun. I like it. I like it. You know, we have one in the dungeon. You're gonna have to use one time on one of your bitches. But one it, of my bitches. How many bitches do I got? I, well, you don't have any yet. <laughs> Plethora. One day. I have a plethora of bitches. <laughs> a menagerie of hoes. Menagerie of hoes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> glass cages for everybody to look at. She's mine. Yeah, she's mine. Ha <laughs> motherfucker. She's mine too. <laughs> but you know, it's a it's a steel metal one in there. Yeah, and, that's what I was talking about. Okay. You put it in there and you Yeah, you yeah. I don't know how it works. That's what's Yeah. You pull it you back, you can twist it. it. Oh just yeah. Opens wide up. Yeah. yeah. Duck mouth. Like the speculum. Exactly. People like to use those with medical play and squeeze it and open it up. <laughs> you know, Ruby, our new uh, our new dom said the other day, oh, yeah, look at the speculums in there. And um, one one guy went over and he's like, oh, what's the speculum? And she's like, you know, it's two pieces of metal. It looks like a duck mouth. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it does. I never she, thought okay. that. She's going to be a dom here. Yes. She's going to do better. <laughs> she's going to say, bend the fuck over. I'll show you. Oh, yeah. Spread she your little pussy hole. <laughs> <laughs> she needs some lessons from you, John. I know, I know. It's going to be so much fun. So. So, we've had this thing that I've heard about before. I asked you. You said you heard about it. It's yes. the ultimate stretching. Yes. It's not anal stretching. Vaginal stretching. Sorry, guys. Only the girls can do this one. <laughs> Orgasmic birth. Oh, my God. <laughs> could it be for you, John? It could be. I want to come when I have a baby. I'm going to get pregnant just so I can come. But no, I saw a documentary on this and there was one woman that had an orgasm every time she had kids and she liked to give me childbirth because it made her come. She had a wow. full body orgasm when its head came through. Wow. Because of the stretching. And it makes sense. Yeah. The stretching, the, the pressure, the, it's pushing against the clitoris because the clitoris is not just the tip. Yeah. It's inside your vagina. It goes all the way around. Yeah. People don't realize that. So when you're press, putting that much pressure on it, for some women, it's it's nice. They like it. You've done some research on the pussy, haven't you, John? Listen, <laughs> I'm a pussy connoisseur. A lot of you, people do not know that fact. You can't be an expert on the thing you love unless you study the thing you love. Oh. You know, they say you are what you eat. One day I plan on being a pussy. And John <laughs> and John is using I'm his hands a, like, he's, like he's <laughs> Aristotle or... <laughs> Plato. 
You know what's interesting in this article of all places from Healthline? <laughs> yeah. There's a comment and it says in there, yeah, it's not as if you could actually use a massager at the same time you're giving birth. You but could. why not? Why not? That would be kinky as fuck. Why not? Just take a video if, of it. If it would help women. Oh my God, ladies. If yes. one of you is about to give birth, come to Pensacola. We'll get that baby out. We'll, I mean. We'll put vibrators on you. I'll rub your titties. I'll lick your clit while you're giving baby. Oh my God. Do it. John's hardcore. Suck on that cliff. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, one, there's a quote on here that says the, the lady was t- talking about it. And she said, it should be every woman's human right. Yeah. Talk about having an orgasm. 100%. A human right. <laughs> you know, and if, if it helps a woman relax, I mean, you know, they've done the, the shot in the spine. What is that? Oh, epidural. Thank you. So they do the epidural. It just makes you feel numb. You, there's, I mean, it can cause damage and everything else. Why not have like some type of vibrating massager or something to like really, you know, yeah. and help studies, the woman? Studies have proven that in women, having an orgasm or being sexually aroused increases your pain tolerance. Yeah. So if you're in that state, it doesn't hurt as much. Right? And here's an interesting fact. This might be more common than people believe. 0.3% of vaginal births. I see that. Orgasm. That means out of a thousand people, yeah. three of them are going to have an orgasm when they give birth. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's nuts that we don't talk about it because like, it's a thing. It's a real it thing. It is a, a real it's thing. It's pretty common. Yeah. Three of a thousand, you know, some statistics that wouldn't be a lot, but this, it seems high. But, you know, obviously so many people at, in comment in this in this article, they say, you know, if you're going to a hospital, they're they're saying that, you know, doctors and people are not going to condone her using massager. No, no, but, you because know. Because they're a bunch of prudes. Yeah. But, I mean, damn. I mean, are we, are we in the Stone Ages? Like, why not just give her a massager? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't necessarily really have to be sexual. It could be like, hey, this relaxes me. Zzz, you know? <laughs> so here's a better explanation than what I gave, because obviously I know everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, John. One reason is it. that the baby is moving through the same parts of your body that are involved in sexual pleasure. Another is that during childbirth and lactation, a number of hormones are released, including oxy- oxytocin. One of the very same hormones that helps make you feel good during an orgasm. So the hormones are being released. You're going through the same body parts. It makes sense to me. Exactly. How do I know if I'm a good candidate for childbirth (laughs) orgasms? Well, I'm not. You're not. But you are. I am. Some people rely much more on clitoral stimulation, like most women. Mm -hmm. Clitoral orgasms might not work as well during the throes of labor, and it may not block pain. It appears that people who experience orgasms during labor actually experience a vaginal orgasm. the toy may not work. It might not work, but sure the fuck would feel better, wouldn't you think? But the baby would have to hit your G-spot as you deliver it. You know what? I think the baby's hitting every spot mm. it's coming out. That head is No shit. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> he comes out and just <laughs> smacks you right in the G-spot. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong, baby? Nothing. Nothing. I, I just peed. I just peed. It wasn't squirt. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, That's yeah. exciting. That's great. That's good news, news for ladies. Yeah. They really, yeah. Okay. They really but need to make women happier. There's already a breeding kink. So this just makes that one worse. Oh, my God. Please yeah. don't get pregnant just to have an orgasm. Yeah. 
But if you're going to get pregnant, make sure you have an orgasm when you get pregnant and when you get when you have the baby. Yeah. Get it twice. Mm-hmm. Two for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> One of the uh, friends of the family that I know of, they are now pregnant with baby number 13. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it is Why? year 2024. I think he's got a breeding fetish, and I think they're fucking kinky as fuck, and nobody knows. Yeah, but 13, that's, that's, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. She's 47 years old and pregnant with baby 13. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm 47 years old. We're 48. Yes. My kids are grown. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having a kid again. I know. That's what she said. Yeah, because, you know, I've got a different life now. My kids are grown. I've learned who I am as an adult. Yeah. I don't want to give that up. Yeah. You know, I would. Yeah. I'd love the baby, but I just can't imagine myself doing that again. I was young and had the energy and I could do yeah. those things. And if I needed to do something, I could go for a couple of days without sleep and make it happen. Yeah. Go get some extra work. Now I'm just like, fuck that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. John, don't do that anymore. <laughs> But I have grandkids that I love, and I enjoy spending time with them. But having another child at almost 50 years old, by the time they're grown, I'm going to be 70. I'm going to be dead <laughs> before they get out of high school. How am I supposed to enjoy going to football games and things? I mean, I'll be retired, so I guess I'll put in time. <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. Not not 13, especially. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I had five. And that was a lot. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I don't know. My aunt, I think she was 45 because she's, yeah, she's, yeah, 43 or 45, right in that that bracket. And she had my cousin and she was always very active and involved. Mm -hmm. And no one really ever knew that she was an older mom, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, we're not too old to do it. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just, my life's in a different place now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Now you can actually have fun. Like, well, I do things. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you found yourself. When you have a kid, you're with that kid for 20 years at least. Yeah. You don't get to go out and do things. No. You get a babysitter once in a while, but you don't get to go out and just be you. (laughs) Yeah. You can't can't do what I do around kids. (laughs) No, you cannot. (laughs) (laughs) You get arrested. All Uh, right, John. (laughs) Are we done? Okay. I guess we're done. Okay. Because I got some shit to do. Yes, you do. And you too can do this shit because... Till next time, make all your... I'm going to stretch that fucking pussy out with that big old fat baby head. Fantasies become realities.